Our scripture reading comes from Matthew chapter 22, verses 15 through 22. And this is kind of continue on from our last week's sermon. Uh, this is right after Jesus was talking about the wedding feast. So we're going to go there, Matthew 22. And Jesus just got through telling them. And remember what, what we talked about. I'm going to start at verse 13. And he said, then said the king to the servants, bind him hand and foot and take him away and cast him out into the inner darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are called, but few are chosen. And the reason why that was is the guy did not have a wedding garment on. He was speechless. He was, the wedding garment is the righteousness of Jesus, the blood of Christ, the robe of righteousness that we have when we call on Jesus, when we get saved, when we ask Jesus in our heart. He clothes us in his clothes of righteousness, the blood of the Lamb. And so, and this guy, in verse 13, he was trying to get there on his own works. He had his own garments on. He didn't have the wedding feast on or the wedding garment on. And so he got kicked out in outer darkness. Well, the Pharisees are sitting there listening to all this, and here's what they come up with. Then went the Pharisees and took counsel how they might entangle him in his talk. And they sent out unto him their disciples with the Herodians, saying, Master, we know that thou art true and teaches the way of God in truth. Neither carest thou for any man, for thou regardest not the person of men. Tell us, therefore, what thinkest thou? Is it lawful to give tribute unto Caesar or not? But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, Why tempt you me, you hypocrites? Show me the tribute money. And they brought unto him a penny. And he said unto them, Whose is this image and subscription? They said unto him, Caesar. Then saith he unto them, Render therefore unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God's. And when they heard this, these words, they marveled and left him and went their way. The word of God for the children of God. And all of God's children said, Amen. Now, what I thought was really cool about this is when they said, uh, Master, we know that thou art true and teachest the way of God and truth. Neither carest thou for any man, for thou regardest not the person of men. Now, what were they saying there? They were saying that he didn't, he didn't really care what people think. He didn't care what you thought about salvation because he knew you was wrong. Jesus came to set us straight, to show us the way, the truth, and the life. And that's why they said that. We know you don't care what people regard as men because a lot of people say, you know, you shouldn't do that. If you go there, you'll be defiled. Everybody will reject you. And Jesus didn't care because he wasn't there to please people. He was there to save people and open their eyes to the truth. Well, these Pharisees, immediately, they didn't like it. They didn't like it. They didn't like this guy coming in here and telling them that unless you get right and give your life and believe in Jesus, you're doomed. I mean, that's just the way it is. That's the only way to salvation is through Jesus Christ. And so what they do, they throw up this money thing. And Jesus don't care about the kingdoms of this world. And that's why he was so irritated with them. Because he don't care about the kingdoms and their money. That's not why he came. He, these governments of this world are not of God's kingdom. Jesus even told Pilate, my kingdom is not of this world. And if it was, my servants would fight. But it's not of this world. So God, Jesus don't care about all of the governments in this world, about how they run, because he knows every one of them is wicked. Every single one of them. Even the United States. Our government, there's wickedness in it. I'm not saying it's wicked, but I'm saying there's wickedness in every area in governments all over this world. 
There's lying, there's cheating, there's hurting people, there's going out and killing people for profit. Jesus don't care about that stuff. He comes to set it straight. And that's why he was so upset. Render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's, but unto God the things that are God's. Caesar represents carnality, flesh. God is spiritual. And Jesus was talking spiritual. He just laid out this whole parable about heaven and how it was going to be like on the judgment day and on the wedding feast and how he bid everybody to come, but a lot of people will just, they got their own thing to do. I ain't got time for God. I ain't got time for Jesus. You know, I don't really believe in that. I really don't believe in God. Well, that's too bad because God believes in them. He really does. And, and Jesus was so long-suffering with them. But he'd get irritated at these religious leaders. And, and here's, here's what's going on in our world today. It's the same thing. These Pharisees. And that's why, that's why Israel has so much problems with their enemies. Because Jesus even told them 2,000 years ago, your peace have been taken away from you. If you knew who I was, I would have gathered you all in and you would have had this peace. But you rejected your Messiah and the peace has been taken away from you. You will have no peace until you receive your Messiah. Until your eyes are opened to the truth. And that's why Israel has struggled and struggled and struggled. And they still deny Jesus. They still call him a false prophet. They still, I mean, the whole Jewish people in a, as a whole, there's Jewish Christians, there is, a lot of them. But most of them, like the leadership, they don't believe in Jesus at all. And see, that's the problem. And then we get into the days that we live in now. And a lot of people are the same way. Why do people reject the truth? And, and even God said, the way you can tell this is truth is I tell you things that are going to happen before they happen. And I tell you things that already happened that happened thousands of years that no one else could know the details except for God if he explained it. And, and I've been talking to people that just think this book is made up. And how do you convince a, pe a person spiritual things when they're so full of carnality? Bible says the preaching of the cross is foolish to those who are perishing but to us who are saved it's the power of God and the salvation and so when I hear people say the Bible is foolish and they can't believe it it can't be trusted I know they're perishing I know that and God has asked each one of us to be a light to that perishing person to walk in love and compassion and not condemn them for their ignorance of the scriptures. And that's all it is. It's ignorance of the truth. He wants us to be the light. And like Jesus, you can get upset with them, but you still explain to them. Still explain to them. And they couldn't, they couldn't answer him. But Jesus, he just, he knows, he knew what to say because he knew what was in their heart. And he knew that they were trying to attack him and trip him up. He knows that. And that's the way the world is with the church today. They attack us the same way. And they say the same kind of stuff. The same kind of uh, uh, questions and, and ridicule towards the church. 
Well, if, if God was so good, why is all this bad in the world? Why does he let these wars go on and on? Because the hearts of men are wicked continually. And, and people get offended at that. But think about it. You have days that you have bad thoughts. You ever get mad at somebody in your heart and you're mad at them and, you, oh, and you'd say, boy, if they were here, I'd... And then later on, you're like, oh, God, forgive me. I didn't mean that, you know. But still, that wickedness is there. It's there. It's called sin. <laughs> and, it, and every person has it. And if you say you don't, you're a liar. And you're called God a liar. And that's what the scripture says. And that's why everybody needs Jesus. That's why we need this Savior to open our eyes and our mind to the truth. To realize when you can look in the mirror and say, you're a sinner. You need Jesus. That's that robe of righteousness. That's the clothing for the wedding garment. Knowing this, confessing this, that without Jesus, I'm nothing. Without Jesus, I'm going straight to hell. I don't care if I'm the best person in the world. I don't care if I feed a million people and give all my money and give everything. If I don't believe in Jesus as the only way to God, I'm done. And that's that guy, that gentleman there. He was there in his own works, his own goodness. And Jesus, the king looked at him and said, how'd you get here? You don't have a, a, a garment on, a wedding garment. And he told his servants, bind him hand and foot and cast him out in outer darkness. Because he was trying to get there with his own good deeds, his own clothing. That's carnality. And that's where the world's at. And even the churches, the body of Christ, is trying to get there on their good works. And you'll ask some people, how do, you, how do you get saved? Well, if you believe in Jesus and you do good and you go to church and you, and you don't cuss and you don't drink and you don't do this and blah, 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 goes on and on and on. And people are like, boy, this is some bondage here. Jesus said, I come to set the captives free. I come to set you free. So whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's a whosoever policy. Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord. Right in the middle of your mess. Right in the middle of your drug addiction. Right in the middle of anything that you're going through. You call on Jesus. He's going to save you. And he's going to grab a hold of you. And he's going to, if you seek him, seek him. Every day. And if you confess, yeah, Lord, I'm no good. I'm no good without you. He will change that heart. He starts working on the heart. I don't know if anybody, you guys ever seen that movie, Santa Claus? With uh, Tim Allen, yeah. I think it's the second one or third one. There's a broken toy there, and they bring it to him, and, the, and everything's chaos in and, and the workshop, you know. And the elves are, all the toys are falling apart because... One guy's in there tearing up things. He's walking around tearing up things. Okay, well, they bring this skateboard and a, 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 that was a skateboard and a, a half bicycle, and, and, and Santa Claus gets up at the table, and he just starts making things. He starts throwing things. And then all of a sudden, boom, a scooter, a jet-propelled scooter. That's how God works on us. You give your life to God, and he'll start working. Start pulling things out of your life that he don't want there and putting things in there, and then boom. A child of God and you're walking in the glory of the Lord and you're light to the hurting people you're a love conduit to the broken to the devastated that's what God wants his children to look like repairs of the breach to get out of our carnality and to look at people through the eyes of Jesus don't care 
what they're going through as far as their sin. That's what I mean. Preach the truth to them. Love them. Don't beat them over the head with God's word like the Pharisees want to do. You got these certain laws. You got to live these right or you're doomed. Well, then if that's the case, nobody will be saved. Jesus did everything right. He is the Savior. I'm going to go to uh, Timothy, 2 Timothy. I get to talking up here. It's hard to shut me up. 2 Timothy chapter 3. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covenants, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. Now right there, that's all carnality. That's carnal. People, people. Last days, no, people will be full of carnality. That's what carnality looks like. Okay. I need to get over to my sermon here. There we go. Now, verses 13 through uh, chapter 4, verse 4. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. His appearing and his kingdom. When he comes back, his kingdom's coming with him. And it's going to be set up on this earth, and all the kingdoms will be God's. Preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itchy ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. That's where we're at today. Fables. People are believing in fables rather than the word of God. They would rather believe in lies than the word of God. Some people say, you die, you're just energy. You go back into the universe. I'm thinking, oh, boy. How do, you, how, do you, how do you deal with people like that? And it's okay, well, you know, you got your belief. I don't say, well, it's wrong because, you know, that's not the way God wants it to present. I, I just say, okay, well, here's what I believe. And then well, I had a person ask me, do you actually believe that a, a virgin had a baby? Yes, I do. I, I really do. I believe that. And I also believe the same person who said that was going to happen, he created the heaven and the earth, the stars and everything in it. Could he not make a virgin have a baby? That would be nothing to him. You see, people need to get out of putting God in this little box. And then they hear all these 
philosophers, these smart guys who think they know it all, and the more they talk, the dumber they are. You can, you can hear them. They have a form of godliness to die the power of, ever learning but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Uh, scientist? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean to pick on people. Ever learning but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. I see that a lot. Okay, I'm going to stop on that one. Galatians chapter 5. I'm going to close with this. Galatians chapter 5, verses 13 through 26. For brethren, you have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. But if you bite and devour one another, take heed that you be not consumed one of another. This I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to the other, that they cannot do the things that you would. But if you be led, by, by, led of the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifested, which are these, adultery fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred. Did you know hatred is walking in the flesh? Variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, envyings. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in the flesh. Murderers, drunkenness, revilings, and such like of the which I tell you before as I ought have also told you in time past that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now why would he say that if Jesus is the only way to heaven? Because people walking in that have not called on Jesus. They're not being led by the Spirit. They're not. They might say they are, but you, walk, you match, like Jesus said, you'll know them by their fruits. Are they producing flesh fruit? Are they producing spiritual fruit? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law, and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and the lust. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory provoking one another, envying one another. So, just keep this in mind. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. temperance. Right there, that made it easy. So if you be led, walk in the Spirit. If you called on Jesus, He's in your heart. You are being led by the Spirit. You were led by the Spirit to come to this church today because the Holy Spirit said, you need to go. And you're like, okay, but you come to get fed God's word. You don't want to come here and be a story that has nothing to do with the Bible. Shame on me if I do not preach Jesus Christ to you. I am not a preacher if I don't do that. If I don't preach God's word, you need to fire me. Let's pray. Holy Father, we thank you for your words of life, Lord. We thank you that we can come here and get preached your words of truth that we can grab a hold of this truth and we can go out of the world and we, can't, and we won't be deceived by the wickedness, by the flesh, by the carnality that's all around us. Lord, help us to walk in the Spirit always. 
Help us to love the unlovable. Help us to love the ones who reject us and hate us and spit in our face. Help us to be like you, Jesus. Help us to always remember, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. They are led by the wrong spirit. But we, your church, your, your children, your family, the body of Christ, we have the spirit of God. Help us to walk in it, Lord, and, and be that love connection to this world filled with sin and darkness and hatred and killing. Let us be that light of love and peace and gentleness and meekness. And we thank you, Lord, for this Holy Spirit that you paid the price for each one of us to have and that you are the only way to heaven. In Jesus' holy name, amen.